Welcome back to Africa Science Focus with me, Michael Kaloki. This is the third and final episode in our Agri-Africa mini-series, where we've been digging into the continent's agricultural infrastructure to find out more about food loss, food safety, and how to make food more accessible. This week, we investigate the role that blockchain technologies could play in Africa's farming future. Our reporter Halima Athumani begins today's story from Uganda. A field report by the International Fund for Agricultural Development states that in Africa, there are an estimated 33 million smallholder farms, and the farmers that live on them contribute up to 70% of the food supply. With greater investment in smallholder agriculture, many countries have the potential to increase food production and reduce poverty. But many governments in Africa are investing less to improve agriculture in terms of technology, infrastructure, and putting up measures to mitigate the effects of climate change, which would result into favorable farming conditions. Now, in its early stages in Africa, farmers are looking at blockchain, a digital and technological innovation in agriculture. The innovation is to not only ensure equitable payment, but providing markets for their produce, acquire land for farming and farm implements. Halima Thmani reports. To find out more about the basics of blockchain, Africa Science Focus editor Fiona Broom spoke to fintech expert Iwa Salami. In the simplest terms, what exactly is blockchain? Is it just Bitcoin or can it be used more widely? Okay. So um, so blockchain isn't just Bitcoin. Obviously, it's a technology that still powers um, Bitcoin. But beyond that, simply put, blockchain is a system of um, recording information really um, in a way that makes it uh, difficult or, or impossible, if you like, to change um, or to hack or, or cheat the system. Okay, so, so essentially a, a blockchain is a digital ledger of transactions that is duplicated across the entire network of uh, computer systems on the blockchain, so which then makes it possible to actually use it as, um, if you like, use cases for various other types of um uh, ideas, if you like, beyond uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. So a, a lot of people are familiar with cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, but can it be also used in the application of, for example, rights for land ownership, that sort of thing? Yes, of course. So in the in in countries, for example, where there's been uh, issues or where it's been problematic to register land, which a lot of times manifests itself in a situation where you have people who own um, a land, and then you can find that actually somebody who's bought a land from somebody else, and then it transpires. That, well, basically, what you have is the confusion around actually who owns the land. One of the things that the blockchain can be used to achieve is to um, serve as that um, database, if you like, that ensures that we have accurate representation of the um, history that surrounds a particular land, for example, and and the, that history as to the ownership of, of or the ownership of a particular land can be tracked or traced on a blockchain. And again, it's as a result of the characteristics 
of blockchain that I mentioned earlier, which is basically that it's a digital ledger, ledger of transactions, you know, that um, is distributed really across a network of computers. And in this case, of course, it will be governments that would want to be able to manage this uh, system in order to ensure that actually accurate uh, ownership of land is recorded on their systems. And so that way, it it's, serves as a very useful use case for efficient, if you like, land ownership uh, systems or land registration systems. So how can blockchain boost agriculture in Africa? Halima catches up with Kemi Afun Ogedong, a principal agribusiness officer for the African Development Bank Group's Digital Agriculture Program. Um, the biggest advantage of blockchain solutions is that they provide transparency and verifiability for transactions, which require a lot of trust and visibility. So if we talk about traceability and verification abilities of blockchain uh, to the mobile money industry, then we can vastly expand what a farmer can do with something as basic as a feature phone. Um, self-executing smart contracts together with automated payments can be a game changer. And that's really the opportunity here mm -hmm. that uh, blockchain offers. So smallholders can from using mobile money to um, to being able to, and, and transmitting you know, money for, for small transactions, to being able to use mobile money, buy and use other services. So crop insurance, land registries, fertilizer subsidies, and so on. And, um, when there's immu Im immutable evidence that the farmer exists in a digital world, then there is a means to offer trust and exchange that trust for value and service. And this is really the opportunity that blockchain offers uh, in, in African agriculture. With about half of sub-Saharan Africans subscribed to a mobile phone service, tech observers say farmers should soon be able to harness blockchain. But less than half of these phone users have access to the internet. And Kemi says the number of female farmers with access to online services is even lower. We know in Africa that 50 to 60% of the agriculture actors are female, but only 25% of um, women farmers have used some sort of digital technology. Mm -hmm. So that shows that um, while digital solutions are being rolled out, um, even though you have more women uh, in the agriculture space, you have less of them being engaged with these solutions. When you talk about blockchain, you talk about its, its transformative influence in terms of identifying or, or, or in creating these immutable identities and verifiable uh, contracts about the actor, but also all the different um, transactions that they operate with. And, and for us, it's really an opportunity to be able to address this growing gender digital divide, because once you build that identity of the female ad actor, you're making sure that every transaction that is around her, and this can even be extrapolated beyond agriculture, mm -hmm. it can be extrapolated to um, other social uh, areas, so education, the fact that 
um, she's able to pay for children's school fees or health uh, access, medical care, uh, maternal uh, care, which is really crucial. You know, so all of those things are where we see value for not just blockchain, but uh, driving access to digital technologies um, in, in the agriculture sector. How do you think blockchain will impact the livelihoods of especially the smallholder farmers? Yeah, uh, like, like you've just mentioned, um, smallholder farmers are often rural, often remote, and often low income. And many times also they have low literacy rates as well as low digital literacy rates. So um, giving them access to technologies and helping them using a tech like blockchain um, can really help us start to build uh, the KYC of who a farmer is and what kind of natural resource assets he works with. KYC well being? <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, know your farmer. Okay. Know your, so it's KYC is a term used in, um, in, in the financial sector as know your customer. Okay. So um, this is where, you know, you build the profile of who the borrower is, for example, the financial sector. And we can apply the same to the agriculture sector. Um, so know your farmer. Uh, and build a, a digital identity for him uh, that can be verified without paper records and can be made, you know, easily portable or easily verified, instantly verifiable. Um, I'll give you an example. In Malawi and Kenya, there's a company called Farmshine, and they're using blockchain to provide bundled services uh, that to facilitate trade between farmers, buyers, service providers, um, while inf providing information to the farmers as well. And they use blockchain to link the farmer's performance to digital identities that then allows buyers to assess the reliability of, of the farmer's supply. Um, and, and that way there is a consistent uh, buy and sell between user, the, the, the consumers and the farmers. Um, so these verifiable identities which we're talking about that, it, that are enabled through blockchain really just open up the possibility of assigning credit to farmers based on their historical performance um, and you're also able to use it to track adverse events linked to that specific uh, farmer so that the cost of providing services like insurance and credit are, are lower due to perceived risk. And, and this feeds back into when a government gives a subsidy, they are also able to um, have full um, oversight over the uh, entire um, chain of delivery of that of that financial um, input to to the farmer from beginning to end. Leonard Arabera is a smallholder farmer who joined Ugandan beer manufacturer Nile Brewery's blockchain system in 2017, which used the blockchain platform BankQ to enable barley and cassava farmers to have access to digital payments. Leonard was in the field when he spoke to Halima and it was a little hard to hear him. So I'll help out by repeating some of what he said. Uh, after when I joined the blockchain, when I joined the, blockchain the bank queue, that system helped us so much. 
First of all, when we have weighed the grains, then after that we receive a message indicating the kilograms weighed and the money you are supposed to be given. We became interested because they didn't delay. The cash payment was immediate. Okay. Uh, and, and then what I want to find out is uh, how many farmers in your, for example, in your locality are members of this blockchain system? In my group, we have 25 members. Some of us have phones, but some failed to buy phones. The company tried to provide farmers with free SIM cards. But we are encouraging them to buy phones. Hmm. Okay, okay. Do you have many women in your group? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have gender, we have women. Okay. How, yeah, how easy people. has it been for the mamas to, you know, to catch up with the digital uh, system? Some of them are trying to catch up, but some are still behind. We have been talking to them because some are lacking phones. We are encouraging them to also buy phones so that we can move with the blockchain. But we are encouraging them to also to buy phones so that we can move with the blockchain. And that's barley farmer Leonard Arabera ending today's report. You can catch up on the whole Agri-Africa mini-series and more episodes from Africa Science Focus on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you have a question or want to get in touch with the Africa Science Focus team, send a text or voice message via WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042-0402. Five one three. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis. The editors were Jackie Opara Fatoye and Fiona Bruni, with reporting from Halima Athumani. Africa Science Focus is produced by SciDevNet and distributed in association with your local radio station. I'm Michael Kaloki. See you again next week. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Grant Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.